This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, we're back and better than ever. We roll along, Greedy, with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. The hashtag crew has assembled around me, and we are coming off of, and this is not an opinion, but it is a statement of fact, the best NFL weekend of the season by far. What were you telling me, Hembo, about the numbers on the games this weekend? There's obviously a game tonight still, but the largest margin of victory in any game so far this weekend was 11 points. Cincinnati beat um, Tampa by 11 points. And that was the game that Cincinnati at one point trailed by 17. Right. In other words, every single game was good. The average margin of victory this week is in line to be the lowest since uh, week 12 of 2003, best in 20 years. Which is what right now? What, what is the average Six. margin of victory? Six points. You had, you had the biggest comeback of all time with what Minnesota did to our friend Jeff Saturday and the Colts. I felt terrible Don't say it. for Jeff, but oh. what can you do? I mean, it, it just, it's just horrendous. Um, but that game goes to overtime. You had another game in overtime yesterday. What? What? what um, Jacksonville won in overtime. Jacksonville so in overtime. City. Kansas City overtime. That's three overtime games. The Jet game ends on the final play of the game. The Patriot game <laughs> ends on the final play of the game. The Bills game ends on the final play of the game. I mean, that's an incredible weekend all the way around. And, the, and uh, the, the, didn't the, the Chargers beat the Titans on the on the on a kick uh, too? At, 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 so all these games wow. go right to the finish. Giants and Washington goes right down to the you know <laughs> the two plays in the end zone on the final sequence of the game. So it's it's the best NFL weekend um, of the season, and 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 from a competitive standpoint, one of the best that we've seen in a really long time. And if you're just joining me, I, f- I feel like running in quick order through my top five takeaways because there's just so much stuff. At number five, I said the Cowboys just threw it away. I remain frustrated. And look, you all know, anyone who watches Get Up, we get made fun of all the time for all the Cowboy coverage we do. But the, look, I'm not going to make any bones about it. The answers and the reasons are very simple. We talk about the Cowboys, the ratings go up. People are interested in them, and they threw it away yet. Yesterday, just threw it away, and I keep saying that defense—it's built just like the old Peyton Manning Colts defenses. They're built to get the lead and then oh, strangle you with that pass rush, like they used to do with uh, Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis. The Colts defense did that. Where is that? What happened? Micah Parsons is sitting there. He, he wants to have a serious conversation last week, evaluating the MVP candidacy of Jalen Hurts. In the meantime, you let Trevor Lawrence do that to your defense with a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter? So this, this game that we had to look forward to all week, we were, we, we had, and look, I mean, it's not, not about us, but, you know, in my life, sometimes everything is about you. We had this whole week, oh, we're going to have Cowboys-Eagles, going to be the biggest game of the NFL. It's meaningless. The Eagles shouldn't even play their starters this weekend. It means nothing. Cowboys are going to open on the, the playoffs at the winner of the dreadful NFC South, in which Tampa is six and eight and everyone else is five and nine. And I'm telling you right now, the Cowboys could lose that game. They could absolutely lose that game. Be it at Tampa, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. I don't know who's going to win that division, and I almost don't care. What's the how, what what is what is Dallas going to be favored by going into that game? Whoever it is they play. Probably between a field goal and a touchdown, 
obviously a lot will change between now and then. But Vegas still really likes Dallas. Right now, they're a point and a half favorite over Philly. Over I get the it. One loss Eagles this week. That surprised me. I understand that. Really but, the Eagles, me. but the Eagles, but the, but no, because the Eagles have nothing to play for now. The Eagles have basically, have they wrapped up the one seed? No. How close are they? They have, they have to win one of their last three games to do that. Any and, of their last three games. Yes, and the Eagles are not going to <laughs> treat that game as anything but their Super Bowl. I can assure what you game? of that. The Dallas game. Why? Because that's not, that is not going to fly with the fan base, nor is it going to fi- uh, fly with the players. Jalen Hurts still wants to win the MVP. So do his teammates. Nick Sirianni, their coach, is not going to let the Eagles off light against Dallas. Oh, I, I can I, assure I understand, you. I, I understand they're not going to seriously rest their starters. I'm not being serious about that. But I am saying that game's not their Super Bowl. Oh. They're going to wrap up the one seed somewhere along the line. This game is infinitely less important now than it otherwise would have been. Everything is about getting the one seed. They've got it. Steven, Who can still catch them? Minnesota? No, they beat Minnesota. Theoretically. San Francisco? Dallas. It means even less for Dallas, though. Dallas is effectively locked into the five seed. <laughs> so they can't get caught from behind? What uh, are they, 10 and 4? Very unlikely, yes. They have four losses. And, and, the, and then the next wild card the is the Giants at 8 and 6? Or 8, 5 and 1? Yeah. And 1, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so if the Cowboys lose this weekend, they would have five losses. The Giants would have five losses. Uh-huh. Could Re- happen. Do they still play each other? That's Remind me, do they play twice already? No, they play each other, don't they? They play. Uh, no, they're done. They're done. It's, it, the the Dal- Cowboys won both. Oh, that's right. Thanksgiving. They played Thanksgiving. Yeah. Eagles played- at Titans Commanders. That's Dallas's last three games. Eagles at Titans Commanders. Yeah, no, it's, look, it's as simple as that. That's where the Cowboys are going to wind up. So that was my take number five. Number four, Tom Brady was the reason the Bengals lost yesterday. For some reason, people tiptoe around saying it. Doesn't mean Brady's not the greatest player of all time. It doesn't mean you don't respect everything that he's done. It doesn't mean anything except... That with a 17-point lead in the third quarter, he turned the ball over on personally on three consecutive possessions, and the whole game turns. And they were terrible. He looked terrible yesterday. And he's just flat out had a bad year. All year long, he's just been running around looking for someone to yell at when the reality is that person is easy to find. He's in the mirror. And I don't know. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Kyle Shanahan is looking at next season and thinking, here's what I need. Sign a 46-year-old Tom Brady and we'll win the Super Bowl. I genuinely think that Shanahan will have better options. Maybe not Shanahan, but somebody will Who? take a flyer on Tom Brady, won't they? No, well, I One mean, out of 32? somebody wants to sell tickets? Who? You tell me the team right now you put Tom Brady on and they become the Super Bowl favorite. Well, I don't know that that team exists, but some team... But well, what's like the that? point of doing it? If you're Tom Brady, you're just playing with 46 because you just feel like running around? How about Tennessee? He can play for his former teammate, Mike Vrabel. No. Oh, my God, no. Tennessee's not Tom Brady away no from team, winning the Super Bowl. No team that's Tom Brady away from winning the Super Bowl will want Tom Brady. Well, everyone keeps talking about San Francisco. They're the obvious one because Garoppolo's probably not going to go back there. Trey Lance is such an unknown commodity. But what I'm saying is there will be other options. Out there. If you're the 49ers, hey, Nuno, if you're the 49ers next year, and I'm telling you right now, your quarterback to try and win the Super Bowl could either be Tom Brady or Daniel Jones. Which way are you going? <sighs> Next year. I mean, listen, as the way he's played, Daniel Jones has played well this year. I would... I would ask, Who's that yelling? Is that Cam? Yeah, that's Cam. Go yeah. ahead, Cam. Put a microphone on and yell. Go. I, don't, I don't care if Tom Brady's 50. If anyone's taking Daniel Jones to win a Super Bowl over putting Tom Brady at the helm, it's you're ridiculous. All right, that's fair. I can't, I can't so, dispute that. Look, Green, if, let me ask you. Go. The Jets, yeah. hypothetically speaking, would you take, t- with that defense and those weapons, no. would you take Tom Hell Brady? Hell no. 
Absolutely not. Tom Brady in that stadium at this point, he'd be 46. First of all, he hates the Jets, so he wouldn't sign with the Jets. But I don't know how that would fly with a Jet fan. I genuinely don't. I've told you this story a million times. My father, who was a lifelong season ticket holder of the Knicks and the biggest Knicks fan you ever met in your life, when there was talk that Michael Jordan was going to leave Chicago and and, and that the Knicks maybe were going to get him, and and they, the, the New York papers did like a mock-up of him in a Knicks uniform, my father called me and said, Michael, if the Knicks sign Michael Jordan, I'm giving up my tickets and I'm never going back. That guy is the enemy. You're not supposed to try and sign him. You're supposed to try and beat him. Why is Brandon raising his hand? Brandon, if you say the name Gardner Minshew again, if you say Gardner Minshew, I'm I'm literally throwing you out of the room. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> hey, Cam, doing? Brandon just said Gardner Minshew or Tom Brady. How do we feel oh, about that? I'm taking Daniel Jones over Gardner Minshew, so no Daniel way I'm Jones. taking Minshew over Brady. That's exactly right. I'm, the, the order is definite. Minshew is definitively third. Anyway, and then we worked our way through a bunch of other things, and then we got to the Jets, which I will save here, and, and we'll do a little more of as we continue. Greeny with you. You know what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? It's because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just seventy nine ninety nine. and they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone with AutoZone. The other takes quickly, Patriots are a badly coached team. Whoever would have thought you would say that, but their coaching has genuinely been awful, and it is... Not unironic that they wind up losing yesterday on the most boneheaded final play in NFL history. I mean, I don't think that's overstating it. Is that the worst last play of an NFL game of all time? Do you th- is that worse than the Leon Lett play? Like, wh- which rule? Well, Leon you- Lett isn't the last play, right? But that, that was the first thing that I thought of. Like, I was I did the same thing you did. I it's worse. Of- I think so too. It's worse because Leon Lett is making um, a less obvious mistake. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows time and score. Yeah. Every. Including everyone watching. And look, Leon Lett, that's a huge mistake. I'm not, I'm not downplaying the mistake. But in the case of the Patriots, too, it's two players. Like yeah. The Stevenson pitch is as inexcusable as the Myers throw. And parent, I mean, ironically, the Myers throw was the best pass that a Patriots player made the whole day. And, and then, Max, John, Max Jones throwing it, it would have been incomplete. The last take that I had in there was that Justin Fields' run that wasn't a touchdown was the best play of the NFL season. The run that Fields makes yesterday where they rule, I, they, I actually think that they should be allowed to overrule that. Like, you know what? He, he stepped out of bounds. He was close enough not to that we need that play to live. We need it as a touchdown. The fact that they wound up scoring on the drive makes it all the more frustrating. That 100% deserved to be a touchdown. We'll continue with this. We've got to get to Nuno's notes. We'll have plenty of time for your hot takes today and a whole lot more. Stay right where you are. My name's Greeny, and this is ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. 
Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com slash Greenberg and use code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com slash Greenberg, code Greenberg, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Presented by Progressive Insurance. We're live at the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. A Monday staple with us here is your hot takes. I will tell you when to call, and I'll give you the number in just a few minutes, and we'll take your hot takes from everything that we saw over an incredible weekend in sports, and that includes the soccer game, if you want to offer a few thoughts on that. Um, I I want to mention, because, look, I've talked a lot, obviously, today about the clock management of the Jets coach at the end yesterday. I do give him credit for owning it today. I follow Rich Samini on Twitter. He covers the Jets for us at ESPN. And he tweeted nine minutes ago that Robert Sala says he only got a half hour sleep last night rethinking the final drive. Says he should have called a timeout at a different point saying, quote, he overthought it, wishes he could want that back. So I'm good with that. Look, it is what it is. I like the coach. I think he's done a very good job. He seems like a very nice guy. He's not someone that I've ever met. But I think you got to call it what it is. <clears throat> the whole world is ready to bury the quarterback. The quarterback has a lot of question marks around him. I have a great many questions about him myself. But at the end of the day, the clock management is what cost them a chance to win the game at the end. I thought it needed to be said. I felt I was getting disagreement on TV this morning, which frustrated me no end. I'm, I'm glad the coach owned it. That's the right thing to get up and say. You want a player to get up and say, I blew it. You want a coach to get up there and say, I blew it. And I'm glad to hear that he did. I give him my respect for that. Speaking of coaches, here was Belichick yesterday was this this morning or was it yesterday it was this, this morning this is this morning this is belichick this morning after his team loses on genuinely the stupidest play in nfl history i mean no no you tell me am i overstating that like is that the single dumbest last play of all time what 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 else i consider myself a student of the history of the game we've seen a lot of dumb plays in nfl history that's got to be right up there right yeah, I th- some of the stuff I think of, right, is, you know, missing the bag, right, on a home run or something of that nature. But, like, the, yes, that is the – for a Belichick team, for that to happen – 
that just shows you kind of the dysfunction that's happening this year. Missing a bag by accident would be totally different. It's like missing a bag on purpose. Is it, <laughs> worse, than, is it worse than the Chris Webber timeout to you? It is, because the Chris Webber timeout comes um, – at the end of a game, he just forgets that he doesn't have a timeout. He's, he's, he's panicked. He's not a guy who you want to have the ball in the corner in that situation. But I guess it's like that. I mean, look, Chris has to live with that for the rest of his life, right? He called the timeout he didn't have in the national championship game. So I, it is like that. Look, this wasn't a championship game. So it's not going to be remembered like that. But it could easily wind up having been the game that knocks New England out of the playoffs. This is what I wanted to ask you. You've always said... The, co- the, the quarterback should never try and make a tackle. Yeah. Is that an exception? Yes. I mean, in that situation, Mac Jones has to try and make a tackle. Uh, Dak Prescott had to try and make a tackle in the over. I mean, overtime, late in the season, yes. First quarter, no. First quarter, Mac Jones should get out of the way. He should actually look over and tell, tell Joe Judge to do it. T- tell Joe Judge to come tackle somebody. He's, he's such a great offensive mind. And that's who's coaching me out here. Anyway, uh, I digress. Here was Bill with what he told his team today. The first thing I said after the game yesterday is we have to play better situational football, playing coach better situational football. I have never coached in a game where you weren't coaching, um, making corrections and mistakes after the game on all levels, playing, coaching, everything, decision-making, overall strategy, everything. That's that's a part of every every game, every review. Uh, obviously, we we don't want the result that we had on that play, so just leave it at that. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Here's the one thing Hembo just said to me. Go ahead and say the thing that you said to me during the break about if you were the coach of that team or in charge of the team, what you would have done after that play. Oh, I would have immediately cut Jacoby Myers. I I, I could not bear to look at him. Just knowing that he cost me, like very directly cost me a chance to win a game. I, I would be so emotionally charged and tied into it. I would say, I'm never seeing you again. I don't care. I don't care if you end up becoming a pro bowler 10 times over with Miami. I never want to see your face. Again. I, 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 I mean, A, that just speaks volumes about the person that you are. But B, <laughs> um, I understand what you're saying. Like, I do that too. I get very emotional about things like that. I get mad and I want to do things like that. That's why I've always said, I would love to be the owner of an NFL team. And my dream in life, have you said to me, what's my dream in life? It's not realistic to say I could be the quarterback of an NFL team. Candidly, it's not realistic to say that I could own an NFL team either. But I got, I I guess I had a better shot slash have a better shot at that than I do at being the quarterback. And what I would say is I would be a terrible owner. Terrible. I would be on the headset. (laughs) <laughs> like, I would demand to get on. The, I certainly would have called a timeout. On the last drive yesterday, I would have gotten on. I would have a headset, and I would be open to anyone who wants to hear it. And I would have said to Zach Wilson at some point on that drive, call a timeout right now, or you're cut. And then I would have said to the coach, you're fired. I, I can't believe we didn't call a timeout there. Fire the coach. Someone else call plays. We're done here. Like, I, that's, that's who I am. And I get that wouldn't work. Like, I understand that wouldn't be a good thing. But I would absolutely have to intervene in everything that happened. I would want to be in. You know how the offensive coordinator is in the coach's, excuse me, in the quarterback's helmet for like 15 seconds? I'd want that. You want to be the the owner talking to Zach Wilson during the game. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I I don't mean on every play, but I want to have the ability to override anyone else and just me push the button and and in that situation i i would have i would call a timeout 
For the love of Christmas, call a timeout. And if any of the coaches say anything to you, tell them the owner says they're fired. <laughs> On this play, prove to me you are not Jamarcus Russell. That's correct. Just freaking call a timeout for the love of all things holy. Speaking of which, uh, the one thing we haven't gotten today is Nuno's notes. Now what's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a savant. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's notes. Uh, sure. Let's do it. So Nuno has a couple of notes that I wanted to read to you. I- I'm Going back to Saturday's game. The Browns beating the Ravens, Nuno wrote to me, in his next negotiations with the Ravens, Lamar should quote the great American poet Fat Joe and remind them that yesterday's price is not today's price. That was a very damaging loss for the Ravens, and I agree with you, that was a very good day for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, when you talk, when people talk about the Ravens, all you keep hearing is the system, right? The system. It's all about the system and so forth. But like watching that game... It, you realize just how valuable Lamar is. And I'll ask you this, as a team who roots for the, you know, as a fan who roots for a team that has no wide receivers, who has worse wide receivers, the Giants or the Ravens? The Giants. Excuse me, the Ravens are worse. The Giants are better. I said this on TV about two weeks ago. Lamar Jackson has not had a great season, but he is, by in every conceivable way, the best thing about that team. I mean, and, and no one is even close. They've done a terrible job around him. Terrible. When he's not there against a, a very average Cleveland defense, they scored three points on Saturday. So I agree with you. That was a good day to be Lamar Jackson. On the Lions-Jets game, Nuno wrote to me, I'm not a Jets fan, but it felt like Robert Sala undid a lot of the good he's done so far this year. Here's what I will say to you, Nuno. I opened up this segment by saying that he took it today. He owned it. And that makes it okay with me. Like, look, I get it. People are going to make mistakes. I understand. That's why I couldn't be the owner of the team because I would have fired him yesterday. And that would have <laughs> been a mistake. <laughs> um, that uh, I respect that he owned it. Like, look, mistakes are going to happen. On balance, he's done an excellent job. He He's not coaching a great team. He's coaching a team that has a lot of good players or has some extremely good players, but they also have some glaring deficiencies, and they're very young. He's been, he has done an excellent job on balance this season. So the fact, Nuno, for me as a fan of the team, if he had come in there today and said, no, no, I wouldn't do anything differently, that, I, that would have really bothered me. Mm. But the fact that he came in there and said, I only slept a half hour last night thinking it through, I blew it, I respect that, and, and that makes it okay with me. Um, one more. Bengals Bucks, he writes, Tom Brady was the epitome. <laughs> Tom Brady was the epitome of the uncle who shows up at the holiday party, decides to show off the arm, and things look great early on. 30 minutes later, he's out of breath, calling timeouts and looking for another drink. That, 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 that was, right, that was ugly. That, that was ugly, and he has, for the first time in his career, Nuno, lost eight games in a season. I just wonder, like, the mindset of Tom Brady, it's always this extreme competitor. The you're always in these games. You look so great, and then it just it went away. Like I don't know what happened. I don't know if you know he was he got he got too cold. You know during that halftime or something of that nature, or he realized that you know what I'm just not that good anymore. And then and that's what we got is throwing the ball away, dropping the ball. 
something is glaringly wrong with him and this franchise and this team at this point. In time. Oh, yeah, it's over. I mean, them, it's over. He needs to get out of there. And I'm not 100% convinced that there is any team that is going to sit back and say, we're Tom Brady away from winning the Super Bowl right now. All right, my phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Call right now with your hot takes. Uh, We are open to any takes you've got. you got football takes, you got soccer, whatever it is that you're into right now, I'm dying to hear from you. And we'll do that after this word from FanDuel. So the football is heating up, right? Now is the perfect time to download uh, download FanDuel, which is America's America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code PLAY. The app is safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. They have all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So sign up today with the promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800 next step or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9 with it in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. That's it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. Coming to your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN in just a moment for your hot takes. Very quickly, Brandon and Nuno and Hembo and I were just going through a variety of quarterback options that will be available during this offseason. The name Aaron Rodgers comes up. Rodgers, to me, is an infinitely more possible, uh, interesting possibility for teams than Brady. Brady, I think, to me, looks done. I think it's over for Brady. I, he's he's one of those for whom I think he'll be the last one to know it um, because he's just that mentality. I mean that respectfully, not disrespectfully. Um, but right now, if I'm a team that needs a quarterback, I don't think that's the direction I'm looking. Rodgers, I would look at, I mean, from a football standpoint. The point is I don't think I want to bring him in as my new quarterback, which is to say he goes to a new team. Do you think he's showing up in March 
in April and meeting everybody and working with the new receivers and all that stuff. This is a person for whom I think he views himself as having a lot of other stuff going on, a lot of other interests. I don't think the McAfee thing would go over well with the New York media either. To me, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. I think you're picking nits, though, because you're acting as if the Jets are operating from any position of strength. Like that's, those are little problems to have. But if you have Aaron Rodgers, you can deal with those problems. Mike White plus Zach Wilson is a much bigger problem than Aaron Rodgers not showing up in March. Maybe. We continue here with your call. Hot takes. 888-SAY-ESPN. It's your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Cam is with us today. Hashtag Cam, and he has the callers ready to go. Cam, who's first up? Going to Jeff in Howard Beach. All right, Jeff, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Jeff, give us a hot take. Hey, Green, how you doing? Real quick, um, just to you and your callers, because this is going to lead into my point. I watched something over the weekend, right? And for a sports fan, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen because I watched the Cubs uh, documentary on going to the World Series and winning it, and it was also a Pearl Jam concert. And at the end of it, I actually shed a tear because I want that joy as a Dolphin fan so much. And because I'm calling you about my coach, I am devastated that his play calling cost the Dolphins the game on third and one when you're running the ball at five yards a clip and more and you have two downs to get a first down and put the Bills away almost and continue that drive, he he calls that play. Dolphin Nation is really, really pissed at this man. And he better get his head out of his ass or the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs, Greeny. Thank you, Jeff, for a good call. Who was doing that game? But whoever was doing that game kept saying he's getting cute. Oh, Sanchez. It was Mark. It was Mark Sanchez was doing that game. And he said that. He said, they're getting a little cute for me. Mark is very good on these games. But you agree with me? Yeah, he's good. He's man. very good on the mm-hmm. games. And Mark said it directly. He's like, just run the damn ball. He actually said that. They, they kept getting down inside the red zone, and they did get cute, and they've thrown it around, and it cost them. You know, in any game that you lose on a field goal at the, on the last play of the game, any individual play could have made the difference. Jeff, I agree with you. Coach got cute. I think he's a good coach. But he got cute down there, and it cost him. Cam, who's next? Got Ryan in Texas. All right, Ryan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Give us a hot take, Ryan. Go. Tom Brady to the Dolphins. Uh, this guy can do anything that Tua can do. You know, when I watch the Dolphins play, I, I literally – I can't watch it live. I have to, you know, wait for, for Tua to throw the ball. I hit the 10-second forward button, and then the ball's still in the air. The, the, <laughs> it's too much – it's taking too long. You know, get him out there. Get a winning culture, championship pedigree. Draft a young guy and then uh, let him groom for one year. That's Tom Brady Dime Championship. I, I appreciate the thought. I think you can't do it because you already got docked a first-round draft pick for tampering with him, right? Like, you tried to make Brady an owner and player, and, and you lost a first-round draft pick as a result of it. So the result of, a, of an NFL investigation was a significant penalty to the franchise. I mean, the docking of a first-round draft pick almost never happens. There will only be 31 picks in the first round this year. I do the draft. I mean, I only have to prepare 31 picks, not 32. The Dolphins, they're just one of them gone. Uh, So, And they traded the other one for Bradley Chubb. They had two first-round picks. Now they have none. So I do not think that Brady is going there. I just think... That 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 just would not pass the smell test. Not at to this mention, point, right? There is no 
argument that can co- uh, coherently say that Brady is even better than Tua right now anyway. Tua is way better than Tom Brady this year in any offense. And mm, on a cold weather, well, look, Tua played well. I thought so too. Yeah, he played well. He played well Saturday night. Can't say no. You're right, and he's younger and everything cheaper. else. Uh, and at this moment, cheaper. Yeah, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, Cam, who's next? David in Virginia. David, give us a hot take. David, go. Hey, Greeny, I hate to keep bringing up the Dolphins, but I'm a massive Dolphins fan, and why I agree with the previous caller, the two previous callers, we should run the ball. It also goes squarely down the way that this was officiated. I know you're supposed to be homers. But if you look at the officiating and the entire game, the defensive backs for the Miami Dolphins could not get within spitting distance of their wide receivers. Yet when we went out, we were getting wrapped up. We could not get to the ball, and they never got a uh, pass. We did. We had three penalties uh, on us on one series against us on roughly on. Um, I'm sorry, pass interference. Yeah. And yet later on, we see us guard. We see this wrapped up before the ball ever gets there, and nothing got called. That's a lot of Dolphins calls we're getting today. Uh, I, look, there were a lot of officiating. Look, every weekend there are bad officiating moments. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a very hard job. It's an impossible job to do perfectly, and it's a hard job to even do well, and half the time they don't do that. Nobody got it worse than Washington this week. What <laughs> happened to Washington was unbelievable last night but that's let me ask you a question Nuno you're screening calls right or you have a second or yeah I got a jumping? second let's as a this. giant fan how did you feel about the way the last two plays of that game were officiated well on that last one if you're going to call the pass interference uh, there was also hands to the face to on Kayvon Thibodeau where he was blinded okay. but here's the deal two weeks ago the Giants got hosed against the commanders during the refs yeah and commanders fans a couple weeks ago when you beat the eagles let's not forget that that what was it the pick six or the uh fumble return for a touchdown there was a blatant de- uh face mask face mask and dallas got a garbage right. so this all evens out in the wash so it is what it is it it, it sucks but it's part of the game I, I I agree with that so you're going to get bad calls sometimes they go your way sometimes they don't it would be nice if that didn't happen the one thing, and I actually opened the show with it today because it was so unique and so interesting to me with RC and, and, and um, Rex explaining that when Terry McLaurin looks over at the official and is like, am I good here? And the official says, no, move up a little. And McLaurin moves up and they exchange thumbs ups. And then the ball is snapped and the official throws the flag. That's un- like, That's different. That's not the same thing as we missed a face mask or we, you know, it could have been a, a pass interference here or there. Like that felt bad. Mm. Like everything about that did not feel good. And everyone's betting on these games now. I got more texts and uh, tweets about that play than everything else the whole weekend combined. Everyone is enraged by that. Like those are the kinds of things the NFL could definitely do without now with all the fantasy. And Washington gambling. was what, like a three point favorite in that game or uh, something? It, was, it wound up at four and a half. Yeah, so actually. they weren't going to cover. No. Uh, the game goes to overtime. <laughs> Theoretically, they could have won on a touchdown. So we'll see. Actually, if they score and get the two-point conversion, we are set up for, for the potential double tie. The tie gate. They, t- they did tie each other. Three- if they had tied each other twice in a three-week span, oh. and for Washington, it was actually consecutive games. The commanders would have had consecutive ties against the Giants. And it would have been the same score, 2020. And it would have been. The- that's a good job, Cam. That is well done by you. I really like that. I, I like the cut of Cam's jib. Cam is kind of jumping in nicely today. I like it. By the way, has anyone ever told you you look a little bit like a Jonas brother? 
Uh, like when they I cut have to gotten, this look, I've gotten One Direction and Jonas Brother. I guess look, it's a compliment. You look like a hey, Yo, bro. You look like a Jonas Brother. You look a little like a little like Joe. I think you look like Joe if Joe had Nick's hair. Or Frankie, the one that's not even in the band. Frank the Tank, the bonus Jonas. I know a lot about the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, clearly. Wow. Well, my kids grew up with the Jonas Brothers. So they I mean, like, grew up with them? Like they're friends? No, they grew up loving the Jonas oh, Brothers. Okay. I mean, that, that's so. What you're, what, what's going to happen is, is there's two. Let's lose the music here. There's two kinds of dad you can be. One of them is the dad who forces your kids to watch all of your shows and listen to all of your music. Or the kind of dad who watches all the kids' shows and listens to all of their music. I don't know that one way is right or wrong. I was definitively the dad who listened to my kids' music with them and watched their shows. So I, that's why, I mean, three of the four Wiggles were on Mike and Mike. <laughs> that wasn't because Golick was dying to talk to Anthony <laughs> or Captain <laughs> Feathersword. Um, but, you know, my kids, we, we loved the Wiggles. I, listened, I was that dad. So I know the Jonas Brothers. I know every Jonas Brothers song. I remember their short-lived TV show. Their Disney Channel movie called Camp Rock was a very big deal. We actually, as my family, we went to the premiere of that. So I know the Jonas Brothers and have met them a couple of times. Yeah, nice kids. So real quick, knowing what Hembo's tastes are, Hembo, be the father that actually watches and listens to what your kids are are watching and listening. Because you have no taste. You're not going to have your baby daughters listening to Yellow Card and other, like, hard rock heavy metal like how would you like death metal music (laughs) like you cannot have like four-year-olds listening to that we did watch uh ken burns baseball though the documentary this weekend please tell me you're making that up i'm not making that up your daughters are three months old and you sat them in front of ken burns documentary about baseball yes it was a good opportunity for them to get their sleep in i consumed baseball from 1870 to about 1920 and learned a lot as I always do. Yeah, I know. So I mean, that documentary is very good. He is very good. Well, thank you for the hot takes. Hembo was ridiculous. Monday Night Football tonight brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Make my pick. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Nuna, how'd I do this weekend, by the way? I had three picks this week. I feel like I did well. You went two and one. The only oh loss was the uh, Bucks game. I lost Tampa. Had I had, yeah, because I went the opposite. I had Tampa giving the looked points good for a while. At one point, that looked very good. Yeah. All right, it's two and one. So I, I'm above 500 for the season, right? Yes, you're still one game behind uh, Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Man. So I'm one game out of first. Yep, you're one game Ooh. out of first. God, I got a chance to win this thing. All right, sure so the do. Monday night game doesn't count toward that. <clears throat> but anyway, kiss of death tonight. Rams, Packers. The game's in Green Bay. Uh, the, I'm gonna. I haven't seen the number. I'm gonna guess Green Bay. Could they be a touchdown favorite? I mean, the Rams and Baker and him. I'm going to say that they're like an eight-point favorite. It's seven and a half. Seven and a half. Coming off their bye, too. And is, that's right. Is is there any public? Nah. It's all down the middle? Yeah, down the middle. All right. So should I go opposite? I believe Green Bay wins the game. Now, do they cover? I think I think they do, which means I have to go the other way, right? If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Hello, my name is George. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. Um, while I was sick, I watched a lot of Seinfeld. Um, I am going to, so, and, and go, I believe Green Bay is going to win and cover tonight. So my official pick is going to be the Rams getting the points. So it's Aaron Rodgers versus Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. I think they're the quarterbacks, I think, likeliest to start a podcast together. Do they seem like a natural? <laughs> no, I believe they are each the quarterbacks likeliest to start a podcast, <laughs> but not together. 
In fact, I feel like they would hate each other. Don't you? I feel like, I think like Aaron Rodgers would think Baker is ridiculous. And I think Baker, yeah, what well, I don't, know, I don't know who he likes. Like, I, I really don't have a, a real sense of Baker's personality. Like, he's an unusual <laughs> dude, but I don't, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would like him. Baker Mayfield, I think, is going to be... He's going to set all the records for having played on the most teams. Does he not feel like the guy who's going to play on a different team every well, this, single year? Well, this is year four, and he's on his third team. Already. And he has started for all three, right? He has start, or Did he actually start that game? No, he came in after one series. But he's, but he's starting tonight. tonight. Yeah. So he will have started for three different teams in his first four seasons, having been the first pick in the draft. I'm guessing that's never happened before. No, it's never happened before. We looked, yeah, we looked that up. What's the over-under on the number of teams for whom he will start a game in his career? If I set the over-under at five and a half, what would you take? I, I, would, I would lean towards the over. Who holds the record for that? Is it Ryan Tannehill? Probably test of- I, excuse me, I meant... Um, it's probably uh, Testa Verde. No, right? the guy why, the, from Harvard who's on uh, oh, Amazon, Fitzpatrick? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Oh, I thought you were talking about the number one pick. Oh, sorry. No, of, of number one picks, yeah, it's probably Testa Verde or... Yeah, yeah uh, Fitzpatrick started a game for nine different teams, which I believe is the record. Yeah. Man. I didn't even teams. think of him being the first pick in the draft. Uh, quickly, you said there were some interesting lines you wanted me to try and guess. So, I want you to start with, with, with the Jet game. You... Um, you posited that you thought the Jets would be an underdog. In oh, game. for sure. I'm going to guess the Jaguars Thursday night on the road. That could be a pick game. We don't even know who the Jet quarterback is going to be. <laughs> I mean, I would favor the Jaguars. If I, I, I would say the Jaguars are a two-point favorite. The Jets are a one-point favorite. Mm, all right. I, I guess. I mean, we'll see. Uh, okay. I, I understand. The Jets' defense is really good. Giants at the Vikings Christmas Eve. Vikings minus six and a half. Vikings minus three and a half. Jeez, my goodness. There is no team Vegas. Vegas hates <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. They really do. <laughs> they really do. Uh, you got one more or no? That's all I got. All right, that's good. That's good stuff. All right, today was fun. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of it. The hot takes, as usual, were spectacular. We'll be back in better than ever tomorrow with a good Monday night game tonight and starting looking ahead to Christmas, NBA coverage, and a whole lot more. So we'll see you then. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.